Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Welcome back to Chat Your Own. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, Candy. Hi, Noodle. How you doing? Oh, I am. I'm good. You know what? I'm good. That's I, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm coming along, chugging along nicely. You we, are a week. Yeah, I'm a, a week, week out, out. A week out, and it's funny. By the time this posts, I will have had the baby, yes. and then I'll be like, "Oh, remember when I like slept at all and was able to have a coherent conversation <laughs> as opposed to just." Lose my brains. Remember when there wasn't a baby? In the right. House? Oh my god. So um, but I'm good. I mean, I'm, it's coming. So I'm just gonna. I'm just trying to get my brains ready for it. It's gonna be wonderful. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I just have to like get through those like the however the, long it takes. The, in the scary middle. part. The real scary part. The and real then, scary part. And it's funny because I keep thinking it as like the end of the pregnancy, and then actually it's the start of somebody's life. Right. So we gotta gotta think about that part mm-hmm. too. It's not just getting through. Hey, look, you survived this part. Now you get a break. Nope. Right. <laughs> just right. Full, full throttle into the there next is piece. No break. Everything yeah. is a cycle. Yeah. Uh, it's just rolling on. So you know, I mean, all things considered, I'm fine. Good. And yourself? How about I'm you? Fine. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, but no, I'm good. I'm fine. It has been a busy, busy, crazy year. Right. It really has been. And now that it's almost over, um, the full weight of exhaustion has from the year has kind of <laughs> laid over. You think 2019 is going to be much more relaxed, right? Oh, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> I think not this is just adulthood. Like, I this think is, this is just being a grown like, up. We've, we've passed the stage of fun 20s, and now we're mm. in the like heavy lifting 30s. Yeah. Yeah. I will be 36 next week. And uh, I tell you what, I feel 36. <laughs> As somebody who's already 36, it's not very different. I know, it's the same right, I mean, like, thing. Yeah, no, I feel 36. Right. But like, it's not like, I was 35 and now I'm 36 no, and it yeah. feels weird. It's just like, yeah, like last it's just year, more of the same. Yeah, no, I just like, I really feel 35. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know what, I can't. I can't eat that half a cake no, anymore. Which you is just disappointing. Can't do I want so much cake. So it is sad. I, uh, you know, I can't, it turns out I can't drink uh, Rockstar anymore without getting horrendous heartburn. So <laughs> that's going on. I also have that problem with green peppers You're now. You're no so. longer the target audience for Rockstar nope. or green peppers. Apparently not. Uh, but you need much more caffeine to survive your day. It's bullshit. The whole situation green is just peppers. Bad. That's weird. Mm. I like. I can understand the Rockstar, but I feel like vegetables. Really, guys, You're turning those. That's not fair at all. That's right? a whole bunch trying, of crap. Trying to be good here, and nope. I love a good green pepper too, mm-hmm. and I'll eat them because I like well, them. I but mean, then I'll be mad about it later because I got agita and I need. I, I strongly recommend all the tums. All uh, the tums, right? I I currently have um, by my bed tums, by my desk tums, in my bag tums, and emergency tums. I like the emergency tums. Yeah, like because you mm-hmm. never know where you're gonna be. Like mm-hmm. lots of tums. Now, can you get tums in a roll like Rolades? They just come in little containers, right? I don't know, but I have only big containers. Of right. Tubs. Well, you've got the Econo, Econo yeah, size, like, which is like a giant rattle. So that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I, I got jugs of tubs of Tums. <laughs> and it's funny because like half the time during the night, I knock them over and then I'm so sad. But I know within the next hour or so, I'm going to get up to pee so I can pick it up then. Oh, that works. Yeah, that works so out well. So it's not like I'm really 
suffering from it too much. It's just the bending over. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that's a process. Yeah. Well, you've been very good with your feet, though. Yes. yes. I keep them up whenever possible. I wear sneakers all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always impressed by women that are wearing other things on their feet, but I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going I'm to wear my sneakers. <laughs> and my feet are not swolly, which is great. No, you've, you've done pretty well. Um, but I, I wouldn't say I'm good on my feet anymore. I have definitely entered the phase. Well, because, you know, I mean, like, I'm a week out, so it makes sense. Uh, of I need somebody to help me up off the floor. If I'm on the floor, you, you got to help me. Somebody up. needs to help. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I just stay off the floor for the next no, there's, yeah, there's no little reason. bit of time. And then I can lay on the floor on my belly. I cannot wait. That's, a, that's like, you know, there's a lot of things that I miss about not being pregnant. Um, but man, sleeping on my stomach is like, and on my back equally. Yeah, you've been probably they're, side sleeping for a while. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're probably two of the top five things that I'm most excited about. <laughs> sleeping positions. I, I think that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited about those things. And I, yeah. you know, I don't have a baby keeping me from not sleeping the way I want to sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume the baby will keep me from not sleeping the way I want to sleep anyway. Sure. But like it won't be physically preventing me. Right. It'll like you. Be... Yeah. If you want to get down and lay on the floor on your stomach, you can. Right. We could have tummy time together and we'll both be real happy. There you about go. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. That's really cute. I have to remember what what tummy feels like yeah. laying on it. Because for my strengthening my neck muscles. It is. It's good for you. I gotta, you got to rework all yeah. of that. <laughs> you guys are just in the same phase now. <laughs> Uh, we are going to talk, obviously we're going to reflect on the year a little bit and, uh, we're going to talk about what we expect and what we're hoping for, for 2019. Uh, but before we do that, what, uh, what's your Christmas going to be like, Noodle? Well, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be the first Christmas with the baby. So, uh, it, it's going to be surprising, I guess it's kind of, kind of freak. So, cause who knows, who knows what it's going to be like. Um, but my in-laws are going to be here, which is great. Um, my dad will have been here beforehand, so I will do Christmas with my dad and Marie. That's his long-term girlfriend. Hey, Marie, if you're listening. Um, so they'll be here, and uh, Marie's daughter, Rachel, will be here for when the baby is born. So oh, we'll nice. do, like, one pass of Christmas then, and then when my in-laws come out for actual Christmas, we'll do big Christmas then. Um, but, you know, we're going to host dinner. You're mm-hmm. you're coming, I I'm, assume. I'm going to be at yeah, your house. Yeah, now. you'll be at my house. Um, and I, I'm done with my Christmas shopping. All the decorations are up and it, like way in advance. Like I admit we are, we're recording nicely in advance, but, um, uh, I, I think, I think it's going to be a Christmas in which I keep saying we should do this and then not doing and then it. don't do the thing. No, and that's no. okay. But I am really hoping that we make to the Christmas, uh, caroling train. Right. That's my favorite thing. And so which, which I might not be at because... Quite frankly, it's my mom's favorite thing. And she's not going to be here. So. <laughs> and she's going to be sad if you're there without her. Maybe. That's yeah. highly possible. If I send her pictures from the caroling train, she's like, like oh, what? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom doesn't call you dude, does she? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, the whole family. Your whole family calls oh, you we're dude? Oh, all, we all call each other dude. How funny. And it's it's varying levels of dude. You know, it's dude. Dude. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, it's that's. Dude. Dude. Exactly. That's exactly that's what it's funny. like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's the big thing that I'm hoping I manage to accomplish, like stuffing the baby into some sort of snowsuit, and yeah. like, even though it'll be 60 degrees, and then going to the caroling train. 
But uh, if it doesn't happen, you know, I, I'm. That's there, okay. There's always next year. There's always next year, and yeah. the uh, the family that's going to be out here has been out here enough to also be okay to go do that by sure. themselves. You don't have to take them to the thing. Sure, they can go do the yeah, thing. But like, if they I want to go to the thing. I, I don't know if anybody else thing. wants to go to the thing, but I want to go. <laughs> um, but I, I think I think Christmas is going to be much more mellow than other times because I usually try yeah. and pack in a bunch of activities. Like, oh yeah. Go to the the tree lightings and seeing the decorations, and I don't think any of that's going to happen. Um, but that's okay, you know. That's totally okay. The good thing the good thing about Christmas is it keeps coming around. Right, right. There's always another one. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I'm going to go to your house. Uh, so this year is the we've been very fortunate in that it kind of just worked out that our our core group of friends and all their family members ended up being on the same rotation of people staying in L.A. and the family coming out for Christmas, or us all going home for Christmas and no one being in LA and that's worked out really well. So nobody's ever lonely. No one's ever nice. lonely. We always have, you know, each other to help wrangle parents and it's very helpful. Um, Plus our parents get to be friends this And way. they all get along and, and they really enjoy spending, you know, the holiday together, which is super nice. Unfortunately, my mom will not be here this year because of her job. And we miss can't. you already, Vanessa. I'm a little bummed out about it, but um, I, I, I'm also very much looking forward to a low-key holiday. <laughs> Low-key holidays. I don't have to plan any things. I don't have to worry that she's not getting her fish on fucking Christmas Eve. Like, it's... She likes her shrimp. And this is this is your first holiday season with your dude, right? It is. We were together last year, but we didn't uh, celebrate anything. I ended up going to my dad's last Thanksgiving and then home for Christmas last, last Christmas, so we didn't spend any time together. So it is our first snuggle on Christmas morning. I mean, that's wonderful. Situation. That is pretty nice. Yay. That is nice. That's exciting. Did you decide, are you going to be here for snuggles or are you going to be at his place? For I don't snuggles? know because dogs. Right. We have a dogs. dog schedule, so I'm not sure what we'll do. Mm-hmm. But there'll yeah. definitely be Christmas snuggling. Oh, there will be for I think sure. That's important. I, I, yeah, yeah. Bust out the comfy jammies. Again, like you said, it might be 60 degrees and it might be completely unnecessary Doesn't for like matter. footed pajamas. Turn the air conditioning on. Totally. totally. <laughs> I'm having the thing. Screw that. Don't boss me. It's Christmas. Uh-huh. And I'm also now picturing um, Baby Battle in a in a Maggie Simpson style star there's, there's a lot of suit, and that's very exciting. There's a lot of things that say first Christmas, best present ever, those mm-hmm. sort of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just have to see whether or not the baby fits into any of them because like, there's know. no way of knowing who shows up. Oh, uh, right, right. No, there's <laughs> could be anybody. And that, and by the time you, you between when you have the baby and Christmas, that's a solid three weeks. Sure, anything. And that's you know that could be ten pounds. That year, like that's a twenty pound swing. Exactly, it really could be. I mean, <laughs> what is this? What happened? <laughs> Who knows? You're wearing it anyway, kid. Too yeah, bad. put it on. Get used to it. This is life. Yeah, yeah. So as we approach Christmas and and New Year's, um, what would you say for you? Uh, you know, outside of the other stuff, because we're going to talk about the other stuff also, but what were your personal highs and lows of the year? Mm. <laughs> Just like white noise is what I've got in my brain space. <laughs> um, uh, my, uh, I got nothing. I mean, I got nothing. I mean... You had a flat year. I, I kind of did have a flat year, which is okay. Uh-huh. I had a nice a nice plateau a year. I mean, relationship, wonderful. Yeah, I mean, that's a high. That's a super high. I love you, dude. Yeah, I do. Um, He's cute. Uh, Lowe's could be the two months I spent quitting smoking, which has mostly um, uh, for the record, horrendous. people people who are listening to this, Candy has been a fucking trooper. For that reason, 
No, you know what? That's okay. It's a holiday season. It everybody, has been a hard couple of months. Everybody blanks it's been out a hard couple of months. It, Thank you. She's been a fucking trooper on the non-smoking. Thank you. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Um, but yeah, that was that was solidly low. That I was mean, a low couple of months. I feel like that was low, but like not in a way that affected your relationships. Like it's not no, like everybody's yeah. like, oh my God, Candy's here, but she's being such it worked a out cunt okay. about everything. It was none of that. That's good. No. Thank you. You were real paranoid about it, too. You're like, I am, was. I, am I being a jerk? I was. No. Because I was, I mean, I the amount of crying. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what, I, I kept it all to myself and at home, but it was, it was I mean, a solid, gross I'm, mess. I'm definitely laughing at you. The amount of crying. It was so gross. And I will say that um, way different at 35 than it was at 25. Sure. The first time I quit smoking. I well, mean, that was. You got 10 more years of smoking in you. And 10 more years of crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. How about you? Uh, I'm going to say pregnancy for both. I think that's um, yeah. appropriate. Uh, re- I mean, of course, obviously, we're super excited that we're going to have the baby, and we were trying, and it, you know, it worked out really nicely, and it's been a really easy pregnancy. Uh, I haven't had any of the complications. I haven't had any of the like real serious crap. I haven't gained seventy pounds. Like all of those things are are great, but it, like I hate it. I'm just, I just, I don't like being pregnant. I'm. Pretty aggressively miserable. Uh, I didn't have any of the crying, which is weird because normally you think about pregnant women having these like massive mood swings. And I I would say pregnancy balanced me out pretty well. Interesting. Like I like stopped crying entirely (laughs) and I'm like meh about just about everything. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's it's definitely had lows of just feeling terrible all the time and uncomfortable and vomity and not sleeping. Um, but yeah, I mean that—that's really that—that's my answer for both. Or those are my highs and lows. I mean, and that's the—that's a yeah. significant portion of your year. It I mean, really pretty much been. anything that happened yeah. before that is like inconsequential and forgotten. Yeah, basically it was March on. So yeah, there we are. Yeah. So yeah, it's just really—it's a, a long year. <laughs> it's been a long year. I, mean, I think I feel like elephants are pregnant for like three years. So you know, at least that's not humans. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And we talked about this that like you think about an elephant has a baby and it gets right up and walks around. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do in human baby? I know, no, they're dumb. Yeah, they're like dumb. giraffes. Within two hours, mm-hmm. a giraffe could basically fend for itself once it figures out how to use right. it, all of its extra knees. doesn't have extra knees. They just look like they do. They just look so extra. Funny. They bend all the ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, I'm sure, you know, human babies are developing their brain, which is why they're sure, not walking. Right, but right. also, fucking get up and go to the bathroom, baby. Right, could you do something? Could can, you, you, could you, can you dry the dishes, please? Get a job. Help. <laughs> Cute, but you yeah. don't. <laughs> <Yeah>, sluggish. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so politically, we also yeah. had a lot of highs and lows. Because um, yeah, I mean that's it's an important thing to talk about. But I think I think our highs, our highs at least felt recent. Tr- yeah, I mean, yeah. With the with the big blue wave of taking over the house, I feel real good about that. I, yeah, I that was that nice. In the last time we talked about it, I was like, I don't know where we are, but it turns out it just keeps getting better. Um, so solid, solid thumbs up on, yeah. on the big blue wave. Um, but the lows, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh. And like the fact that we still haven't managed to get rid of Trump yet. I don't, I don't understand. That does seem like not right. <laughs> like there's, there's gotta be a, a, a an addendum somewhere right. to like something that allows here. this to, to be taken care of. Yeah. Um, I think Kavanaugh is, was a nice, uh, example of a human low, mm-hmm. maybe not even just political, just right. humanity. And, and hand in hand with that, the, the shocking continuation of the gun violence and the rising of anti-Semitism, anti, 
Semitism. Semitism. Thank you. I'm <laughs> in the middle of trying to breathe and I got swallow things and. and- and we were talking about heartburn, and here it is. I'm drinking water, guys. I'm not even eating anything, and I'm getting the heartburn. Um, yeah, like the the political lows are are tough right now, even with with the blue wave having happened. So 2019 is going to be real interesting. It <laughs> I is mean, interesting. Is still, what is that old phrase? Oh, May you live in interesting times. Like that's a that's a curse. Right. Right. Really? I uh, I really. I can't believe two years have passed mm-hmm. with this administration so far. And and probably part of that is because it's so crazy and there's so much obnoxiousness happening every day and in yeah, your the, face that it just blows by. Yeah. They're right. like, how do I even, how do I respond and to that? I, I do wonder what, what's going on that we're not hearing and we don't see because there's so many things that are purposely put into our faces, but I'm going to try not to worry about it because... Otherwise you'd I'm die. Too tired. Right. You, ha- right. you have like to I, give yourself a little bit of buffer from it. Mm-hmm. Not that you should not be paying attention, but like it's too much to absorb everything all the time. You just can't. It's impossible. Yeah. And, and we can't beat ourselves up. Job. Right. And if that's what you do for a living, absolutely. You should be paying attention and absorbing right. and continuing to push the information out. But if you're just like a regular person, as long as you're relatively informed mm-hmm. and active, you know, it's okay. Right. <laughs> right. So that's <laughs> so, politics. Uh, let's talk about something a little lighter. Yes, Movies. please. Movies. What what were the best movies you saw this year? Uh, it turns out I did not see as many movies as I <laughs> thought I did this year, uh, which is another probably example of the year just blowing by. Mm-hmm. Really did blow by. Um, I think my favorite... Okay, I saw Mute on Netflix recently. So because of the party um, and all the stuff that's been going oh, on. Which we didn't even mention. Yes. Great, by it was the a way. We had sweeping a success. Phenomenal party. That was a really great so party. So thank you, everybody who listened to us cutting out stars. It, yes. It really helped us. We appreciate it. We really needed to utilize that time wisely. Um, I've been watching just random stuff quite a bit, like Netflix and whatever. Uh, and I did watch Mute, which is a Netflix movie. With uh, Paul Rudd and Alexander Scar- Skarsgård. Is he a SARS or a Scars? I, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say he's a Scars. He's you know, true, handsome. true blood cutie. Um, and a bunch of other people. Uh, actually, it was uh, quite a few people in the cast that I recognized. But uh, it's this interesting thriller. And uh, Alexander plays the main character who is mute. Um and it's who's the bad guy? Who's the good? It was I was enthralled the entire time, and it's not very long, and I highly recommend it. And really, I mean, I'm going to watch anything with Paul Rudd in it. I mean, uh, and he's got a sweet stash in this movie. Ooh. I really highly recommend wow. this movie. It's not. Um, it's a little uh, jarring. It's a little. It can be a little gross. It's. It's a. There's bad dudes and money and people being killed and doctors who are doing things they shouldn't be doing. <laughs> um, but it was very very good. I very much enjoyed it. I also really enjoyed Incredibles 2, which I saw in the theater, which was fucking great, because I love cartoons, and I love The Incredibles, and um, I'm going to give you my third, which is a surprise. I'm purposely not saying a movie that I know is on Noodle's list. I'm going to put that which out Which I appreciate, because yeah. I, um, I have a short list. Uh, I, so I watched this movie on an airplane, and I, I think people are going to think it's ridiculous, but I have to say that I thoroughly enjoyed Ocean's 8. <laughs> Good for you. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the cast is phenomenal. It's fun. Pretty it's power. It's all the women I love and the Met Gala, which right. I also love. So it's really just everything I need in a film. So many dresses and so much jewelry. So many dresses. It was a great heist movie. Um, I, another yeah. movie that I meant to go and see and just didn't. Yeah. 
missed it totally. It's definitely, I mean, like watch it on Netflix or something. I mean, it's, it's okay that it? none of us saw it. Well, it's on the pl- airplane, so oh, it so must be purchasable somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, purchasable those, somewhere. Yeah. Those are my three, those my top good. three. Those are good. I only managed to put together two movies that I really enjoyed this year. Again, because I think I didn't see any movies because basically I was asleep for six months. You're building somebody. Yeah. And then I can no longer sit still for two hours. So like I'm, I'm, Movie theaters are no longer my friend. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going with Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's an obvious answer, but it was so good so and I loved bad. it so much. Uh, and the Avengers, because it was emotional. I was invested. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to honorable mention Solo, but just like out of habit. It was fun. Solo yeah. was super fun. I, I don't know that in a different year it would have made my top three, but because I saw so few <laughs> movies, but and like I'm so deeply invested in Han, like as a character. So. Uh, I'm going to go with Solo, but that, yeah. that movie was really, really all about the other guy. Uh, Lando. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. Like, Goldfish Brain is embarrassing at the best of times, and it's humiliating at the worst of times. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say this is fine. The audience understands. Oh, this is totally fine. You guys know what I'm about. Uh, but, yeah, th- those are my top three. I mean, Avengers... Yeah, I, I cried a little at the end. I'm not. I'm not sorry. You know, I cried, and I really enjoyed the movie. I enjoy all of them, mm-hmm. um, but now I'm kind of salty about it. So because there's so much memes, like shut your memes well, up, and people are and they're coming back and they're doing. And you know what? Yeah. I just feel like it's lazy. And as a whatever, I could talk about this. Let's not. Yeah, because I could get right into it. We have other things to discuss. That's fair. Uh-huh. Um, which is funny because I don't remember. I don't remember really like getting super invested in it at the time, but now. Mm-hmm. Now I feel more invested in it later. Right. And it might have just been, I don't know. I can't think of any movies. Write down a movie quick. <laughs> so uh, what about the worst movies that you saw? Um, I'm going to say that I was not really impressed with Jurassic World, which is a bummer. Right, because you love, oh, love those movies. Those movies. Um, I, you know, the dinosaurs were cool. Uh, all of the same things about Jurassic Park that's always good were good. And mm-hmm. those things were good. Um, but, you know, don't advertise a film that like Jeff Goldblum's going to be in it and then he's not fucking in it. He's in it for like five minutes. That's bullshit. Right in the very beginning and then never showed up again. And B.D. Wong. You know, I was real excited that mm-hmm. this scientist guy who I, I mean, I love him anyway and he's coming back and he's the bad guy and uh, he's in it for five minutes. Yeah, they uh, they might have oversold those parts. I think a little bit. I, yeah. I rooted for the dinosaurs all the way through in that movie. Which, totally. Which I didn't do in the other ones. Mm-hmm. The other ones are still like, yay, you know, save the people. But like in that one, I was like, fuck them. Let them out, man. Eat everybody. Yes. Every, humans suck. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. Come back. Uh, and Peppermint, which I think we both felt was yeah. meh. Uh, I, I mean, Jennifer Garner's arms made that movie. Oh, my God. Her shoulders are just out of but control. But if she doesn't have those arms or if she's ever wearing a jacket, like that movie is hot garbage. It was definitely, um, you know someone is killed and someone gets revenge. I mean, that story is told Mm -hmm. constantly. But this one felt more like we're going to give you the premise and now we're just going to do a shitload of action sequences and there really isn't much of a story. I will say that I liked the ending. I I was a little... It took me 75% of the movie to figure out who was the the bad guy, (laughs) you know? Uh Um, I will give them credit for that. But yeah, for the most part... What what a twist! Uh, Yeah, for the most part, I was like, meh. Yeah. yeah, which is too bad because, yeah. you know, you want Jennifer Garner to succeed. Like, as a human being, she just seems so lovely. You want she her to make really good does. movies. You want her to succeed. And, like, frankly, seeing her kick everybody's butt is great. But, like, the movie mm-hmm. was just, it was weak sauce. And it was yeah. dark. It was very dark. We couldn't even see a lot dark. of the things that she was doing. Mm-hmm. 
Was that your two? That was my two. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. That's it. That's my two. Um, so I had peppermint on my list as well. So we're just going to skip over that because we, you know, discussed. Uh, I'm going to say Mission Impossible Fallout was really, really, really bad. Which I did not see. Um, I had, you know, I hadn't seen any of the other Mission Impossible movies in the theater. So maybe I hadn't been paying attention to the fact that they're actually just like cheesy oh. nonsense. Because mm. I thought they were serious. Like, because they feel like they should be taking themselves seriously. Like that, this theme song is so serious so dun, intense dun, dun, dun. Yeah. and so i was like oh like these are gonna be like serious action no no they are bad they are bad and they keep getting worse and it was that i like groan out loud in the theater bad wow yeah like i might have laughed at one point because i was like this is so bad like i and there's just there was no there was no redeeming quality with the exception of uh the guy who played superman brandon Oh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Wrong Superman. There's a no. Brandon yeah. Rolfe was right. also a Superman. Sure, but yeah. like, it's, yeah, no, right. it's the other guy because nobody ever saw anything. No one from saw him that again. movie. He yeah. made that movie, and they were like, "No, dude, you're out of Hollywood." Um, but Henry Cavill <laughs> is, is is quite handsome. Also has a sweet stash in that movie, which is funny because I'm not into mustaches. He does have a sweet um, stash. But that movie was was really bad. And I am going to have an unpopular opinion here mm. that's going to rile up the audience. I thought A Star Is Born was terrible. I actively hated it. Another movie in which I groaned out loud in the theater, been like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Uh, nobody else feels that way. I feel like critics loved it. Right. Uh, the soundtrack is great. And ironically, I found a, a music movie completely one note. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> That's my best joke, guys. That's funny. Doesn't get better than that. Uh, I was just like flat out underwhelmed and everybody's saying Oscars, Oscars, Oscars. And I'm just like, I, you know, I didn't, I haven't seen it and I've only seen bits and pieces of the, the, the version made in the thirties and I've, I've seen the Barbara Streisand version. Um, I, I just feel like it's a little weird to remake that movie and release it right now and who knows it could have been made three years ago for right. i don't know when it was actually made never got around to it. um but uh, it just feels a little tone deaf for the client i don't know my initial thought was i don't need to see a movie where a dude saves this woman right. and teaches I'm, her how I'm to so speak in of front of like it's just not yeah. the time and yeah. it's another dude who yeah, it's another white male who's a disaster area yet is you know, loved and and thought of as this wonderful person for bringing her out of her shell. And I just don't have fucking time for that right, right now. Shut up. And it's a shame because I do love her. And I think I'm very interested in watching her acting career. I mean, uh, I don't... I but don't I think, just can't. I don't think she gave a bad performance. I don't think he gave a bad performance. Mm -hmm. I just didn't buy it. Uh, right. That being said, the cinematography and set dressing, those should win Oscars. Okay. The set, like... The house that they live in is, I was like, mm. I, I want that house. I want to live there. I want to live there tomorrow. Can I move there yet? I know that it's just like a facade, but that's fine. Like, I'm willing to live in your, like, fake one room. Right. That's cool. And uh, the Mission Impossible movies, I did not see that one. But I do feel like they've gotten, like you said, more worse over time. And I, I feel like they are becoming just... 
however many millions of dollars so Tom Cruise can jump out of airplanes and do crazy stunts. And, and, the, and stunts, the stunts are excellent. Right. Like, there's, the, no, there's no yeah. denying the stunts, but like I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. care about We get it. We it. can hold your breath for six minutes underwater. Okay. <laughs> no, you fucking can't. We know. That's like, not a real thing. We know you trained with like right. Marines. I'm like, you do all your own yeah. shit. And like, that's fine. Like, I don't need to, I don't need to spend almost $20 to watch you play on your giant millions yeah. of dollars worth it, of toys. Just, like, that's how it feels. I do love Simon Pegg, though. So that's sure, a, yeah, sure. You know what? He's cute. He's funny, but he just—I mean, there's not enough of him to make the movie worth watching. Right, which is you know. And also, there was two actresses in the movie who looked so much alike that I could not figure out. It like it took me like an embarrassingly long time to realize they were playing two different characters. Because I kept being like, "What is the context of this conversation? I don't what." It it's because they were two different actresses. I mean, that's the problem. That's a casting yeah, problem, right? It, it was. It felt like a solid casting problem. Solid casting problem. Um, well, that's it. I think that's it for movies. Yeah. I think underwhelmed by movies this year yeah. in general. Meh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a bunch of things came out that we didn't see. That were right. Good. I mean, I, I I do kind of feel like I missed <laughs> yeah. a real good chunk of just the year. <laughs> that's fine. I I will say that um, the day after Jen's party, I laid in bed all day, uh, and I watched Cube. So solid shout out to Cube, which is still fucking weird and awesome. I have no idea what that is. Uh, it's a low-budget sci-fi movie. <laughs> so that's really all I need to say. I'm unsurprised. I do, pref- I do prefer uh, Cube Two Hypercube, but <laughs> you know, it was a it was a really solid day. I watched Cube. I watched uh, Empire Records <laughs> um, this month. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, it was. That's a, it I watched was a Heather's. Sal- solid year for rewatch. Yes, good. yes, because I got rid of cables. Like, right. I don't have the fuck to do with myself. No, it's good. Like, it's ooh, a good I'm choice. Gonna, I'm gonna watch Cube. Yeah, it's a good choice. No mm-hmm. cable. Yeah. Fuck cable. And we're going to talk about, instead of doing our uh, normal uh, What You Read Noodle, we're going to do a little bit of a book review. Book review. Yeah. Uh, do you want my best or my worst first? I want your worst first. Okay. The worst three books that I read this year. Uh, Underground Railroad by Folsom Whitehead. Folsom? I don't think that's the right. Whatever. It's definitely Whitehead. It might have been Colston and my thing autocorrected. Whatever. Uh, I just, it did not do it for me. Uh, the use of an actual underground railroad, I was like, what are you? There like, was there, a real like, railroad? Uh, like, in the book, there was a railroad that was under, yeah, I just, I don't like it. Uh, I, you know, I. <laughs> I can't stop I tried, I tried really hard this year to read things that were more cultural outside of who I am uh, and this and and I read a bunch that I loved and this one just didn't do it for me which is unfortunate uh, Lincoln in the Bardo hmm. Lincoln in the Bardo might make my all-time worst books wow which is crazy because like it won 140 things it won whatever awards uh, George Saunders and, and you know it came out a couple of years ago I just got to it this year it is just fucking terrible uh, I think I talked about this on the podcast, how much I hated it yeah. at the time. It's a ghost story, but it's written like a script, so you never know who's talking. Oh, yes, I just, remember that. It's bad, dude. It's, it's bad. bad. Bad news. Uh, it, this, I think that book took me longer to read than anything else I've ever read because I hated it so much. But, I mean, of course I finished it. <laughs> uh, and Rooster Bar by John Grisham, which my book club read, and it's not good. It has no depth or redeeming qualities. Uh, it skips over giant swatches of things that you would need to do in order to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. and it's stupid. I, you, and I, I mean, you think you think of the guy who wrote *A Time to Kill*? 
And then right. you think about this and you're like, how is that the same person? But maybe it's not. Maybe John Grisham is, has died and somebody else is writing his books, which would make up for this book because <laughs> it's, it's not good. <sighs> so give, those are my three worst. Give me your best. Mm. Born a Crime by Trevor Noah, mm. which I also talked about. In fact, mm-hmm. I think my three best are all things I discussed. Good. I loved Born a Crime. We were just talking about the fact that Trevor Noah's comedy special came out. So I'm looking forward to seeing that at some point. Uh, maybe this week. But I uh, I loved it. Uh, his relationship with his mom is super sweet. His right. like stories, it's funny, it's it's lovely, and he's just he's just such a charmer. He really is. I, like I him. adore him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Difficult Women by Roxanne Gay. Right. Series of essays. Uh, they start off soft, and then they really punch you right in the fr- in the throat. And it's great. And I recognize the women, and I understand the women, and I know those women, and some of them I am. Uh, loved it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna love everything by uh, Roxanne Gay, which I just recently uh, read another book by her. But that's a neither here nor there. <laughs> Difficult woman, definitely on my my list. And then feminist manifesto um, by like really, I'm I'm deeply apologize for my terrible pronunciation. There's a spreadsheet. There's referencing it. Right. No, I'm I'm looking for my. <laughs> The woman who wrote Americana. It's great, and I'm doing a bad job of shouting it out here. Uh, Nadici. Jesus, really, Noodle? Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Feminist Manifesto. It's a, it's a series of letters that she has written to her friend's newborn daughter oh. about like being what being a feminist looks like in today's age and how to raise a feminist daughter and it's wonderful and it's beautiful and it's moving and, you know, being all pregnant. I'm like, if I'm having a girl, I'm just going to staple this book to her forehead. Um, and you know what? Even if I have a boy, like these are important things to, Absolutely. to think about and know about and be aware of. So those are my top three. Nice. I have I have one of each just for a little because I, I, I maybe read five books this year. Maybe. I don't even think I read five. I like to throw graphic novels in there because they're shorter I and counts. I feel great about it. Yeah. Um, I, I have World did. Of Wakanda on my list. Like it right. It totally counts. Um, I loved Night of the Living Trekkies um, by Kevin David Anderson and Sam Stahl. This was a gift from Josh, and I think it was last Christmas. God, maybe even the Christmas before. I got, I got no concept of time. The important thing is you got to it. I got a book. I read it. Um, it was super fun. It, it, is exactly what you imagine it would be. There's a Star Trek convention in the middle of nowhere in the desert, and it's it's awesome because there's a zombie situation, but it's like an alien-related zombie situation, which is very cool, and it's just this giant indescript hotel in the middle of nowhere and the security guard has to like save these people and it's fun and the ragtag group of people that come together some of them are in costume (laughs) like it's it's really it was really very very enjoyable I ended up breezing through it um and then uh my notebook which isn't fair because I didn't finish it but it's it's the friggin fight club it's fight club too I just Uh. could not 10 pages and those 10 pages were hard yeah it's weird because Fight Club, the movie, is such a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sorry. It's a perfect it, movie. No, it is. Fight Club, the book, is a struggle. It does not live up to Fight Club, the movie. Mm-hmm. And Fight Club 2, the graphic novel, is what the fuck is going on? I mean, from the get-go, you just, these these characters, they're like, they just don't make any sense anymore. Yeah. They, they just don't. And not one of them is Brad Pitt? 
I mean, if you're gonna, you're putting pictures in there now. Give me, you know, something. Draw them to look like Brad Pitt, I, or just actually put pictures of Brad Pitt. <laughs> we should do that. We should just take pictures of Brad Pitt, cut his head uh-huh. out, and put it in there, and then try reading it and see if it's better. Might be better. Might yep. be better. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's super defacing a book. <laughs> eh. Eh. Maybe it's improving it. Right at ten years old, I've been like, no, you don't do that. And now I'm like, yeah. What? But who wants to cut off Brad Pitt's head over and over again? That's I wouldn't so. mind having a shoebox full of Brad Pitt's head. Mm. <laughs> well, his head would be in the book. You'd have a shoebox. You'd have a shoebox of torsos. Yeah, you know what? This That's is sounding better and better. Yep. This is a project. This is a January project. <laughs> nice. Nice bonding time. I like it. I like it. We're going to have to go back to like 1998 and find all of Brad Pitt in the magazines. Right. I'm going to need all those Big Bop magazines, mm. if that's possible. Tiger Beat. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah, Tiger Beat. <laughs> I could read some solid Tiger Beat. I like it. I like it. So that's uh, that's 2018 pretty much wrapped up. Oh, wait, no, I've got one more. Hmm. One more in 2018. A phrase that you would like to see go oh, away forever right. in 2018. Like, what would you like to see just, like, die and never resurface? I'm going to say nothing 2018 specific, but uh, hysterical. I'd like to see that mm. word go. And I use it. And I don't want to use it. Um, it's, it's just such a crap word. It's history is ridiculous it's something only women can be it's you know you're upset about something you're hysterical no don't don't use a word that was actually used as a way to send people to the doctor to be sexually assaulted as you know and tell me i'm hysterical don't use that word i like it Uh that's a Uh good word and witch hunt i guess i'd like Uh to see that go as well good yeah uh i'm gonna go with snowflake as a pejorative nice i mean i'm so tired of the left trying to reclaim snowflake mm-hmm. as well. Like just ignore it. Like it's such a nonsense. At this phrase. point. Like, just, yeah. It's gotta go. You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm not a snowflake. I'm empathetic. <laughs> I'm a person, not a robot. Yeah, and I yeah. don't think. That's bad. Uh, and I also would like to say to see women stop apologizing for things. Just stop apologizing for things that are not your fault that are not actually a thing that's worth apologizing for. Like yeah. just like stop. I mean like no more. Mm-hmm. Just stop apologizing for taking up space. That is a it thing that, right. I, that I would like to see an end to in 2018. More, more lady spreading. So much more lady yeah. spreading. I want to see lady spreading. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take up a lot of room. Absolutely. I was almost like knocked off my feet the other day by a dude just walking toward me. I moved eventually because I don't want right. to take your shoulder in my face, <laughs> so I moved. <laughs> wow, yeah. What the fuck? You know what? Recognize our right to take up space here. Felt like actual physical space. I just, elbows out. I'm going to take up all the room. <laughs> Starfish in my Walking. way through life. Yep. <laughs> yeah. um, so that brings us to 2019. Oh, wait. Jeez, Did we I'm miss something? Um, well, I mean, not really. 2019, New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. So I did a little research about why do we do New Year's resolutions. Um, And from a religious standpoint, Mm. it turns out the Babylonians. Really? The Babylonians would make promises to their gods to pay back any debts that they had. And if they didn't pay back the debts, they would fall out of favor. And that's a problem. That's how you get floods. Uh, Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Big problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Romans used to make promises to Janus, who January is named after, um, to just, you know, be better, do better, worship better, etc. And knights of old used to take peacock vows 
in which they reaffirmed their commitment to being chivalrous. And we've evolved that to uh, I'm going to go to the gym more. Right. Um, But not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with I'm going to go to the gym more. I think that's it's really, you know, self-improvement is a good idea at all times. Um, But apparently like only 40 to 50 percent of America, because, you know, the most of the information I have is about America. um, Only 40, 50 percent of them make resolutions. That doesn't surprise me. I don't make them. I know you're super into it. And of that, 88% of people fail. Yeah. That's shocking. Uh That's a shockingly long, like, big number. Uh, And this year, I've actually, I am in that 88% in 2018, but due to mitigating circumstances. (laughs) Um, It's the baby, guys. It's it's the baby. Uh, But, yes, I am a big believer in New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. I think if you're not working towards something, you're standing still. And you're never too old to change. You can always learn a new something. Uh, so I, I am a big believer in them. So my, my goal for 2018 was to run five 5Ks. Oh, right. And I got pregnant instead. So that really, really knocked it off pretty, pretty hard. And I did two. So for 2019, I'm going to pick that back up. And I am going to run five 5Ks nice. in 2019. Because, God, I miss being active. I miss like moving around my body. Mm-hmm. I'm real tired of the couch, <laughs> uh, and I know I have some serious couch time coming up. But like, I do mm-hmm. want to get back out to being athletic and physical again. It's You've awesome. always been athletic, yeah. yeah. So it, it was a weird year to right. to be able to to not be able to do it. So that is what I'm going to do in 2019. Five five gates. I'm not going to do five five gates in 2019. That's fine. You can watch the baby while I do them. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. That's good. Mike's going to want to run them. He's going to want to run them, and I have so many muchachas to give, mm-hmm. so that'll do. It's just going to be early in the morning. They start early. That's okay. Dustin gets up early. Perfect. You know what? <laughs> Dustin can pick up the baby. It'll be fine. I'm the whole thing. Dustin, very awake in the morning. Yeah. Um, How's that working out? <laughs> you know, well, actually. Does that prompt you to like Absolutely. Be it Good. prompts me to get up earlier, which is also, I mean, that and the fact that I cannot lay in bed for very long anymore or everything hurts too much. So I <laughs> do just folks. fucking get up because <laughs> that or hunch over while walking all day. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't do re- uh, New Year's resolutions, and I don't know when that happened. I feel like as a younger person, I did them because they made you do it in school. Right. It was always something to talk about because, let's face it, they have nothing to talk about for the last two weeks before the Christmas vacation. Sure. So they just fill it up with as much nonsense history as they can. Christmas, history uh-huh. New Year's, there you go. Um, uh, but I never held them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I never, I don't know if it's because I was making them by force so that I didn't really, wasn't passionate mm-hmm. about it. So I never held them. Um, I don't think I've really ever done it as a grown up. So I don't, I don't have any. Although I will say that this year I have been I'm just physically on a landslide situation and my, I'm doing nothing. I guess that's a resolution technically. I plan to do very little over the next six months or so um, and just, you know, work on me and get my life organized and I'm moving soon. So like the shit to do. And I think I'm, those are all great resolutions yeah, within there. That you're just, I that. mean, it's just a matter of ma- writing down the list and being like, Oh, actually these are things I want to. Oh, right. It's like, if right. you put the label of resolution, like it, it does put a lot it. of pressure on it. But if yeah. you're just like, I am going to go to physical therapy and fix my shit. Right. I am going to 
find a new job. I am going mm-hmm. to move out of my apartment. Like all of those right. things are great resolutions, but like it's hard to write them down because you're like, what if no those things happen? Right. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, and I wonder if, um, you know, just American society and American culture is what makes it so people can't keep them. I mean, we are. Most people are working 40 to 60 hours a week and they have, you know, children or friends or family that they might have to take care of in some fashion. And there's just we're in traffic all day and then we're Mm -hmm. rushing. We're rushing from the second we get up until we go to bed at night. So incorporating anything new can be very difficult. So but I also mm -hmm. think not accomplishing any of those goals also makes everything more difficult for in you the in long the long run. Because right. if you rut it in, then you're like, well, mm-hmm. this is who I am and 20 years have gone by. And you're like, well, shit, exactly. what I do. And which is what happens. Right. Yeah. yeah, that happens. And that's, I think it's actively trying to move away from that. It's a matter, I think most people just don't have the mental time or capacity for self-awareness when you're yeah you're just trying to get paid and pay your bills and get your laundry done and go to the grocery store and not beat anybody to death because everything is so fucking complicated and you just want to make dinner is a really good new year's resolution in fact i would put that on the toppy list because you're always like kind of on the order i yeah yeah (laughs) earlier this year i was like i think maybe i'd feel better if i just punched him once punched somebody i don't and i the difference is i'm not all you angry, angry people who are like <laughs> doing horrible things. Don't punch people. But, you know, we all think about it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think that's a, that's a good goal. Thanks. Um, global changes in 2019. So not necessarily something personal, but on a big scale, what would you like to see change in 2019? <laughs> that's a tough one, too. Um Globally, you know what? I'm going to be just real simple. And this isn't at that global because it's an an American uh, uh, territory. I would like to see fucking Puerto Rico being taken care of. That's that's what I would like to see. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's and that's like an actionable goal. I, I, in theory, yeah, fucking struggling out there still. Mm -hmm. That's an actionable goal without just being like, get rid of Trump. That's like a real Right. right, right. Um. I like it. No, that's a good. That's good. That's a good. That's a serious, serious problem. Um, I would like to see more investment in infrastructure. Mm. Uh, I think yeah. our infrastructure is crumbling around us, mm-hmm. and these kids. These eight, we were talking about this the other day. These eighteen-year-olds keep coming up with these great ideas for yes. fixing whatever. Uh, changing the way asphalt is made, changing the way recycling, dealing with the oceans, like all of these like different things, and. They keep we we see them the video on Facebook. Oh my God, this is gonna change mm-hmm. the world! And literally, we never see anything about it again. And I don't know if somebody's just like burying it under money, right? Or like somebody buys the patent, and so then you can't use this. Mm-hmm. But I I would really like to see very serious infrastructure changes because we are struggling in a country that is slowly falling apart around right. us. Oh, absolutely. And I I'd, I'd like to see more follow up on that kind of yeah. stuff. Like now, this when you do mm-hmm. that that compilation video, do another one in six months and someone find out where, did this kid get funding? Are they going to college? Do they have a grant? Are they actually working on this? I want to know. Where is that being built? Like where's the detailization plan? And a lot of those, um, uh, that like now this, et cetera, those really quick videos on Facebook, um, they don't give you any information. I mean, you 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 might get somebody's name, but there's never a link. There's right. never like Fund it. Where, where's the Kickstarter? Right. For that? Where where's do I GoFundMe? go? I want to yeah. work on this. I think it was. Um, I think Biotrim is the company that makes these fiber grain based plates mm-hmm. and and flatware, Ooh. and they're 
edible and completely compostable. And I and I thought that was super cool. And I I had to do some You're real edible. Yeah, you could just eat your fuck. Plate? You can eat your plate. Like you need some fiber. Eat your plate. Yeah. Um, I mean, that seems gross, but I love but it. But, like, yeah. so cool. I, it took me some, like, real digging to figure out the name of the company that makes it mm-hmm. and where you can buy it and if you can buy it. Like, I... Can I, you buy it? You can buy them in bulk. And I put it on my... It, it's just tortilla chips. It's just... It's really just a giant bag of Tostitos. Um, <laughs> they... Uh, it was. I put it on my Facebook, but, yeah, it was... I shouldn't take the whole point of your little snippet video is to give me information. Right. You didn't give me any information. It's just like a feel good, right? Two and seconds. I, I need the feel yeah. good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, tell me where to go to help if I want to help. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I might eat a plate. Why not? None of this licky plate. Thing. For some it's reason, actually, like chew your plate. Yeah. For some reason, I imagine that they tasted slightly sweet. Like, what's that cereal? It's it's not Oprah. It's the one that's like all fiber, but they look like little squares. Like the checks? No. I don't know. It's something brand. Um, but that I imagine that they taste like that. Uh-huh. Like this really, really delicious cereal. That's really great if you make like an at-home like trail mix. Yeah. yeah well, you can also I'd put it in your up. yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to crumble up my plate and uh-huh. put it in my yogurt, <laughs> which is in a bowl that I could then eat also. There you go. That's the future. Um. So what what do we see coming up with Chacharon in 2019? I am doing? very excited about Chacharon in 2019. So this is our 12th episode. This is our, Woo, we have been doing this a for month. a year. Look at us. Yeah. This is our, our one year anniversary of talking. Dun, 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 dun. Things to say, stuff to do. Um, I'm really excited about doing an episode next year about American culture, which we have touched on a little bit. Um what it is, and always go how American it is. Culture, Disneyland freak show. Like it's immediate every know, single time. I, I can't help it. Uh, I will, I will say thank you to Trevor Noah because that, uh, the Netflix special really kind of re lit a fire under my butt. Of, oh yeah, no, we have to do this. <laughs> we have to actually do an episode. That's a full episode. I'm stoked about that. How about you? Um, I, I am pretty excited about eventually getting to, um, the working with your partner episode. Yes. We talked about this, that there are couples who, are able to produce things together. And we're going to have a guest on for that one. Um, we're going to bring on Ben Eisen for yes. that. Uh, and his phenomenal wife, Shannon, um, who, when they do a bunch of projects together, which is always phenomenal. Yeah. Ben Eisen, who had us on his podcast, of course, uh, a couple of times, all-time top ten. But they, they are, they're constantly in collaboration, and I am wowed by that. They are, and they do things that are very creative, like they have a musical collaboration. Um, and they, you know, they've, she'll be on his podcast, and they, yeah. they do stuff together that's not as creative, maybe. Um, but they're, they seem to be able to work together yeah, in both capacities. they produce together. Right, right. And a lot of couples can't do yeah. that. I think that, and, it's, and it extends to friendships as well, but really working with your... Your SO is can be very difficult. Right, so it'll be interesting to hear like how do they navigate when they disagree, uh, who leads the collaboration, mm-hmm. you know, who who decides where they're going to spend their time. So I I think that'll be cool to to talk to them about. It will be. And mm. then of course, I mean, our recycling. We're going to do the recycling episode. That that is our that's our New Year's resolution for Chuck. To- yes, because we've yes. been talking about this for like six months. Yeah, I you know, and I we just I don't know if I was talking to your mom about it. Someone recently. Between the, the Jen's party and Thanksgiving, I had a conversation with uh, somebody about recycling and throwing your stuff away. Um, it was it was at Thanksgiving. Was it at Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah because you want to recycle and you don't you know you don't if your building's doing it and you don't have to do a lot of your crap and like what's with all the symbols? What does that mean? What does this piece of plastic mean that has a four 
inside of the three triangles or three yeah, arrows. It could mean anything. And, and the one that has a one. What do <laughs> I do? Where do I go? And they're both fucking plastic. I, I don't know where to put <laughs> this. What bin do I use? So yeah, I have, I have lots of questions and That's I think everybody good. needs some answers. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. And for, I mean, for New Year's in general, there's a lot of pressure around New Year's every year yes, there to is. like kick to both close the year right and kick off the new year right. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you don't have fun and when you were younger, if you didn't smooch somebody, right. like what, all of those things, what do they mean? Uh, and it ends up being constantly a disappointment for people, like which which is too bad. But my question for you is, what is the best New Year's you've ever had? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I might I might say last year was the best New Year's I've ever had. I mean, that was great. I, you know, truthfully, I spent a, a good portion of time with someone who didn't care to celebrate it. So that's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. So I had many years where I didn't celebrate it at all, really. Um, other than like a concert, you know, here or there and then right. like home and in bed, like nothing, nothing big. It wasn't about the new year. It just happened to totally. be Totally. Right, right. Um, I mean, there's a couple of epic parties from my younger days, but... I don't think that's appropriate to talk about, actually, because they were fucking obnoxious. I mean, there was the year that Kira kissed the apple cheek boy. That, that was, was a pretty, pretty great. I mean, the rest of the night was pretty awful, but her making out with the 21-year-old was, was, that a, sounds good, right. was a good time. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess the year I fell down after yeah, oh, absolutely. smoking a J with a stranger on the street, and yeah, I fell and right fell out of my right fucking shoes. shoes. Yep. Um, <laughs> and there was a fight. Like, there was a lot of there things. There was a that, lot happening. There was a lot of things that happened that night. Um, but I feel like that was the last year that we were like, oh, well, we've, we're never going out again on New Year's. Like, that's it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. last year, last year was a great fucking mm-hmm. New Year's. We, we wore our onesies. Yes. There was, what, seven of us, eight of us? I think seven. Yeah. And we, and we just hung out and stayed warm and sat around and yacked mm-hmm. at each other. Oh, and we played What Music Do You Hate? Yeah, that, that, was, was, fun. that was a fun game. That was super fun. Uh, the way What Music Do You Hate goes is every, it, we sit in a circle and we have Alexa play a song that we think everybody else will hate. And then we shout at each other about it. That's a good time. That is a great game. Pat and yeah. Andy, guys. Yeah, and, and I think Dustin had just very recently uh, started joining us for things. Yeah. And he was into it. He really was. He played some terrible music. Well done. Yes, and and he really was into putting on a silly outfit. Yep, mm-hmm. Every, everybody did it. There was there was full animal onesies of nonsense. I think everybody had a different mm-hmm. animal, right? We did a really good job. Yeah, uh, we had a penguin, a unicorn, a dragon, Stitch. Oh, yeah. Uh, a chipmunk. A werewolf. Yeah, Dustin was a uh-huh. was, Wasn't somebody a bear? Was it a sloth? It was a sloth. A sloth. We had a sloth. Yeah, we had a yeah. sloth. So there, there was seven of us, and we those pictures are the best. They really are great pictures. It we did our Christmas great. that night because everyone was traveling, and we can, it was just it was a really wonderful evening. Yeah, there was, were it was video very cozy, games and, and yeah. I, frankly, if we don't do that again this year, I think we're missing out. Same thing. I could just stuff the baby in a onesie, and I got that pack and play, and I'm just gonna bring it with totally. me. Totally. Totally. We're going to do the same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, the baby's going to sleep most of the night anyway. Yeah, right? Hopefully. Right. And you know what onesies are good for? Breastfeeding. Ooh. Right? Pop that boob right out. That's a whole, you have like you know? a whole pocket in there. Yeah. You could, you could breastfeed on one side and keep a sandwich in the other for uh-huh. later. Uh-huh. That's the perfect like, outfit. I could put the baby in the onesie, <gasps> mm-hmm. keep it warm that way, right. and then just 
I'm making the the boob gesture. You there's, can't see it. There's so boob gestures. There's boob gestures, but I feel like I feel like it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, and, and you know what? Enjoy your New Year's, everybody. Don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. You don't have someone to smooch. You don't have someone to smooch. Right? I, I bet you have a friend that you can exactly. smooch on the cheek and tell exactly. them that you love them because platonic love is also absolutely very, very important. And I feel like we we deny ourselves that a lot of the time. We do. Hi, there's all friends. this there's all this pressure to be in a relationship, yeah. and well, it's you know New Year's or Valentine's Day is coming, so I got to be in a relationship. Bitch, no, you don't. Hug You're your fine. Friends. Love your yeah. friends. Tell them they're great. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. If you want to stay home by yourself on New Year's Eve and watch all your favorite movies and drink a bottle of champagne and order a pizza, you have a good fucking time yeah, with I yourself. Yeah, I mean, that also sounds really cozy. That sounds great. Right? As long as you're wearing footy pajamas, mm-hmm. you're set. Mm-hmm. There are times in our life when we are filled with people and times when we are not, and they're all valuable. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great ending note. That is a great ending note. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for the last year. We have had a wonderful time. Yes. This has been. I, this super should great. have been one of our highs. Doing this. Cha- we fucking Chacharo. Fucking Chacharo. It's a high it's of the a year. High. Yay, twenty eighteen. Uh, <laughs> no, it said nobody ever. <laughs> Goodbye, twenty eighteen. <laughs> um, we hope you guys have a great holiday season yeah. and a great New Year's and. Thanks for listening. And Thank you uh, so we'll much. See you guys in 2019. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye.